Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in to another week of Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. That's like, this is like the chill way to enter our show you know on a tuesday everyone's just trying to get back into the swing of things it's a short week it's a chill four-day week yeah Yeah, four days to try and uh, make it to the next weekend hopefully you can all do it um welcome in and joe is back with me this week feels good to be back brian you were missed a little bit um yeah went through i you know we could um turn this show trust me and it almost did for vast periods of time last week this could be an hour car talk show this this might be like uh, an hour car talk by two people who know nothing uh, what they're talking about. It, it'll be like all the great car shows, except the hosts are idiots. Yeah, you know, I mean, we could actually do that. I think um, that would actually be really entertaining. My so yeah, this, that's what half of my last week was, and then now going forward, the question is, well, how do I spend my time? Because, like, the last two months have all been, like, researching and, you know, what do you want to yeah. do? And, and so now I have all this free time. So now it's all about, all right, well, rust-proofing. Like, what do I put on the undercarriage? Uh, do I do anything? Just wash it a lot? You know, should I uh, fluid film? You know, is it uh, something else that you want to put under there? So it's a whole – it opens up a whole new can of worms. It's when you have something new. It, the way you take care of something new, right, be it a new car, a new electronic, a new cell phone – you, you treat that thing so fragile mm-hmm. for like a month. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm running. Hey, I got to hold this car. I'm running this thing into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I, it's, it's totally true because when you buy something new, you want to keep it as new and pristine as possible as opposed to, you know, every other time around when I'm getting something used that somebody else beat up. And it's like, well, I'll just beat it up, too, and it won't make that much of a difference. I do have to uh, compliment. I have to actually say two things about last week. Number one, you had guests in the studio while I'm asking people if they like the jo- their, their job or not. So <laughs> we, we were able to bring some people in. That was awesome. And uh, now I know just to keep telling people I have a great car. I don't really need another car. But maybe I'll go and look. But I don't need another car. My car is great. You should pay as much as uh, as I'm I'm asking for it. Just I've learned lessons from uh, yeah. from you last week. Hey, don't uh, ding your own car, right? Uh, well, you're trying to move it, and I'm uh, still reaping the. By the way, if anyone wants a car, yeah, eight hundred three oh nine. No, um, 
But uh, 803-0930 is where you weigh in throughout the morning here on WBEN, uh, either uh, by giving us a call or on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I also, you know, I have to go later on today. I'm, you know, got, not getting the car cleaned. I'm getting my teeth cleaned. So I'm going to the dentist back. And it struck me as odd, right, because I get the call yesterday for the pre-screening questions for your COVID screening. I was like, oh, we're still doing this. And then it's it dawned on me that I, because it's technically a doctor's office, dentists are doctors. Yes. You have to wear a mask while you're inside the dentist's office. The office part. Right. <laughs> but you're wearing a mask inside a place where the whole idea is somebody is going inside your mouth. It's like the one place where you'd say, isn't the mask a little bit you redundant? Know, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I'm going in here, I'm taking it off, and I'm not just taking it off and talking to you. I'm taking it off, and your head is peering into my mouth. You're getting closer than almost anybody to my mouth. It just seems weird that the one place I have to wear a mask now uh, in the last, what, two, three, week, month plus is the place where they're opening your mouth and putting things inside of it. So now they call you for the pre-COVID or the pre-dentist COVID test? Yeah. Odyssey has an app they could use. Yeah. <laughs> I should fill that out. Um, but no, it's, uh, they ask you a bunch of questions um, that I should have listened to because I just go, no, 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 no. And, you know, I was, what if there was a trick one in there? Right. I always look to that trick one. I, that's why I still read the questions on the app when we get to work, because one of these days they're going to throw a curveball to make sure you're actually reading those questions. Yeah, they might, uh, they might actually, <laughs> actually do that. Well, you were out of town. How did your trip go? You know, the trip, the trip went all right. Uh, and people made fun of me again, not, not knowing much about cars because I asked about a U-Haul truck and how to, you know, throughout the week I was taking people's pointers and their pointers scared me to drive the truck. So we switched it to a cargo van. What, what pointers were you getting? Well, the whole point of, you know, whether it's a U-Haul, uh, whatever, a Penske, uh, you name it, it's it drives like a van. It does. I I had, I was uh, very scared when I, I drove a Penske to Batavia once with my last job. And that experience made my stomach so uneasy. I couldn't imagine having that uneasy of a stomach for eight hours. What so, happened? It was just an uneasy stomach. I didn't get out of the right lane. Was I like took a, the 90 from, from here to Batavia all in the right lane. I didn't move once to the exit. There, was there like a gang of uh, <laughs> you know people trying to steal the cargo? No, I just, you know, you can't see the mirrors and everything. You got this big box truck behind you. It just, it was an uneasy experience. <laughs> so I asked my dad if a van would be enough to move what we have to move. And he said yes. So we, we got the van. And so I took a picture on Thursday because I drove the van here, hosted, and then left after the show. And everyone was making fun of me for that's what you're scared about driving. So yeah, but the drive was fine. The Can't imagine why we we split. I split the drive up down, and um, on the way down, I uh, stopped outside of Morgantown, West Virginia, and um, I used one of those. Hey, we give you a price. No, you name your price, and we give you a hotel. And um, I don't know if I want to do that ever. You again. got you got what your five bucks uh, paid for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, Brian, I put what I thought was a reasonable price for 11 o'clock at night, right? I'm only going to be there for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I thought, hey, if you have this room, give it to me. It's more <laughs> than just having it sit empty. Apparently, other hotels don't use that logic. So I got stuck at a hotel that, uh, let's just say it wasn't par. It was not up to par. Um, 
But the rest of the trip was fine. We were able to move everything we had to move. And someone said this on the text board on Thursday, and it rings so true. After 10 minutes, it was... I wasn't even worried about driving in the van. Like, I probably would have had that same mindset yeah. driving the truck. After 10 minutes on the highway, I was like, oh, I've got this thing. I feel like you would have been fine. Eh. I mean, they, they, they are, you know, meant to be driven by... People without CDL yeah. license. Yeah, just yeah. people with everyday cars or something but like that. But as you know, I do lack confidence, and that's what happened here. Because of the whole hotel room thing, are you... A little disappointed. You didn't get the U-Haul. You could have slept in the U-Haul. Well, I could have slept in the van. You could have slept in the I van. I wish I would have just found a Walmart parking lot and slept in the van. Would have been better? Uh, 100%. Really? The, yeah. The only thing is I probably would have killed the battery charging my phone overnight. Hmm. So I, th- I think the only thing I gained was I got to charge my battery. I, you know, that's interesting. Better in a van. than That must have been not a great room. Hotel yeah. or motel are we talking about? We, we are talking about a hotel. We are talking about a chain. I will not say the chain on the air, but we are talking about a national chain of hotels. Um, but if I told you this chain, which I'll tell you off air, you would say, yeah, what, what did you think? Again, I named the price. They gave me three options, and they picked the one that I didn't want them to pick. Okay. I So I'm wondering if people have similar experiences in, uh, let's say, hotels that don't exactly go up to par like Joe. Because I'm trying to think. Of my experiences, and there's been definitely complaints, right? Everyone has, like, one thing. You check in somewhere, and there's one thing that could be just a little bit better. Yeah. Right? There's one thing that's a little off, or this isn't what I asked for, or, like, hey, did you notice that, you know, I don't know, maybe there's, like, one towel that wasn't situated the right way, or, you know, there's always something off. But it's very rare when you get into a hotel in a situation where you're kind of uncomfortable staying there, I think. I, I, I haven't had that experience many times in my life, and I think part of the reason why, and we've stayed in some places uh, together, so some motels that oh, yeah. you know we're just trying to stay on the cheap, and I, I think part of the reason why is because as I've gone along in life, I my expectations kind of, you know, are very to the level of what I'm getting. And what I'm comfortable with is to the level of what I'm getting. Like Earlier in life, you know, I'm still a teenager, and you're staying in a hotel. You know, on other days, I might be sleeping on a floor somewhere in an apartment, <laughs> right? You know, outside underneath a tree. And thinking that any hotel, you know, it's better than that. I've got a pillow on a bed. That's right. And But now that doesn't cut it as much anymore. No. I need a little bit more, and you end up paying for a little bit more. <laughs> So your standards are just a little bit higher. Um, you were in a very different situation. You're not actually there for a stay. You're just there for the rest. Right. I was um, just getting a little sleep. And uh, I think what makes the story even more is I, I, it would have been $20 more for the hotel that I wanted. And I did all this just to save 20 and didn't get the hotel. Yeah. I also, and I didn't mention this on Friday, um, not only was one of the beds not clean, uh, there was no toilet paper. So I did have- At all? No, there was, I had to go to did the desk. Did you check before? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. And I wasn't in there to check. I was washing my hands, and I noticed no toilet paper, and I said to myself, that's going to be an issue. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a glaring misstep. But, well, and I didn't, I didn't turn the TV off all night. I needed light. I could not sleep in that room with, with, uh, with no light. And as soon as the sun came out, I was gone. The person that checked me in was the person that checked me out. <laughs> See, that's happened. I think that's more common now because, I mean, hotels have cut back on the staff so drastically. I think a hotel, any hotel I've stayed at in the last year, they've had like one person working 
the entire complex, which I can't believe is legal. But th- that's what it's been like in some of these places I've stayed at in the last year because the staffing is so far down, especially you go back to a year ago, and there's hardly anybody traveling or staying right. in these places. I mean, you're not running into anybody in the entire hotel room that, you know, it kind of makes sense that there's only one or two people working in the whole place. So that part doesn't uh, really surprise me that much. Maybe now more so that we're opening up, it does. it, it is a little bit more shocking but i'm wondering if people have that experience because i don't have that experience of being so grossed out or dissatisfied with your stay that you did uh over the weekend let me tell you it it was it it far surpassed any other bad stay i've had bad experience i've had at a hotel And, and again i was able to sleep so it wasn't, I'm sure people have war stories where they couldn't sleep, there was noise all around them. I was able to get a few hours of sleep, um, but it will rank up there. I won't forget that night. And usually you should probably be able to say that about, hey, I just slept a few hours in Morgantown, West Virginia. Not very memorable. Let's just say I'll remember the bed sheets that weren't clean on the one bed. Don't start off with that. Let me give you a tip. When you're telling this story, Yeah. don't start off with, oh, I stayed one night in a hotel in West Virginia, and I will never forget that night. Because you might paint a picture that's not quite the same as what you're trying to convey right now. Nowhere close. And here's another thing about the hotel. The outside of the hotel looked really nice, you know, because I was questioning this. I had read the reviews after they had told me what hotel I'm staying at. And uh, I get there, I go, this doesn't look too bad. It's nice on the outside. But there was an abandoned building right next to it. And now that probably should have... That probably should have said more than it did. Yeah. <laughs> that that was better than the hotel you stayed yeah. at? <laughs> no. The was... abandoned building, the van. I mean, I had options. You picked the wrong building. <laughs> you picked, uh, yeah, between two buildings and a van, the van's the best option, not the greatest. I, it's, um, it's just something that hasn't really happened to me. What do you look for when you're staying? Is there like a bare minimum of uh, necessities? Online? Like, what do I look for when I'm booking the room? Yeah. It depends. So on that Thursday, on Thursday night, I was just looking for a, a comfortable place to sleep. Um, I mean, I did get to sleep. So I guess it's, like I said, not the worst. But if I'm looking at a hotel for vacation, it's two completely different things. If I'm just passing through, I want something that I can sleep and not have my mind on is something crawling on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's like vacation, like if I'm going somewhere and I'm going to be in the hotel for a few days, well, I want, you know, Big TV, a fridge, a microwave. You know, I want those those uh, those nice little things. But I'm not I'm not a it doesn't have to be the the greatest yeah. thing. It's a place to sleep. That's right. I'm not terribly picky about this. I tell you what I look for when I'm booking a place is well, my wife always loves when there's a continental breakfast. She likes me a free you know cup of tea or something like that and a bagel. She yeah. thinks is the greatest uh, thing ever. I say you know. It's not the first thing I look at. First thing I look at, I, I pull up, you know, wherever I'm booking this through, typically it's through like some third party website. I look up the negative reviews, right? Like the one Click star. Click on the one stars. Yep. And, you know, zero star reviews. And then I read the comments in those reviews. And depending on what they're complaining about, that will set my expectation and whether I want to stay in that. Because there's a couple of types of negative reviews there's an honest negative review. That your stay was bad. I think the review that you would give for your stay over the weekend. Oh, and, I did. And then there's 
the people who like to complain negative review. So I open up the negative reviews, all the one-star reviews, and I read the comments. And if they are along the lines of dirty sheets or, you know, a dirty bed or something like that or didn't have toilet paper or something, you know, along those lines, <laughs> towels weren't fresh, that's when I mark it off the list. I say, all right, I'm not staying here. But if I open it up and the negative reviews are all... Well, you know, I asked for this specific item and it wasn't there or they said that they didn't have it or it took like 20 more minutes than I was used to at check-in or something like that. And it seems like it's someone who just kind of likes to complain about things and you click on their profile and they're leaving like one-star reviews at literally everything they review. Uh, That's when I look at it and say, okay, I I can deal with this hotel because all the negative reviews are just kind of stuff that don't really matter at the end of the day, right? Right. And uh, that's the one that I want to stay at. So that's my kind of go-to. Everything else is just gravy. You need a bed. I would like a uh, um, a TV in the room or a fridge in the room to yeah, keep some for things For a longer cold. stay, I want a fridge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, aside from that, pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, my standards also change. You know, if I'm just traveling by myself, you know, I, I compare like Las Vegas, right? If I'm just traveling by myself, I'll stay at the Excalibur. But... If I bring my fiance with me, you know, at least upgrade to the Cosmopolitan, Treasure Island, you know. So I think that that also play factors into it as well. Um, I'll settle for a two, two and a half star hotel, and that's fine. But again, I mean, a lot of factors go in. Also, on this website, I have booked tons of hotels. First time I had ever left a uh, review of the hotel. Oh, I'm feeling that strongly about that. Let me tell you, I have never, and, and I feel you're more likely to be urged to leave a bad review than if, if you had a good, if you had a good time taking time out of your day to leave a good review. I think that's true. I think that's true. I try and uh, do the opposite, though. I try uh, positive. You yeah. know, think positive. If I have a really good experience, I do try and send that positive review because I know it does help out a lot for some of the businesses. You know, if you have any thoughts on this, you can weigh in 803-0930 on our phone line or our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board where somebody's reminding me uh, who works at a dentist's office. <laughs> they did not make the rules to win. You know, I know that you didn't make the rules. You know, I, I won't fault any. You know, I'm not faulting my dentist. I'm not faulting any dentist for the rule. I just think it's funny how I don't have to wear a mask anywhere now except for when I'm going to get my teeth clean. I have to wear a mask at the place where you eventually take off the mask and they put their, uh, you know, hands, eyeballs, you know, whatever, inside your mouth. It's just wearing a mask into that place is kind of funny. You know, the thing is, during COVID, like in the height of COVID, I had a emergency procedure done at a dental office, and I was thinking the same thing. Like, here I am, I have a mask on, and I'm going to get in this chair... And you are going to literally look. And at that time, I mean, we, we were still a studio apart here. Mm-hmm. No one was in a studio together. And, you know, but I didn't feel uncomfortable. I needed this thing done or my mouth yeah. would be very uncomfortable. I mean, you felt uncomfortable, just not in that way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I was to the point where if COVID, if I was to get COVID, it probably wouldn't be as bad as the pain I had been feeling. Yeah. Um, but, no, it is it is kind of strange. Like, oh, do you want me to keep this on? During, you know, you just feel around there and guess that you're cleaning the teeth the right way. I mean, or, for cleaning, you probably would have a, yeah, you could still get something done. But the flossing, Brian, that would be up to you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, Matt, I wouldn't mind. There are a few things. I mean, the dentist is no one's favorite. 
there are a few things I would bypass. Like, can you just give it a check, give it the once-over, make sure I'm okay, tell me where to brush a little bit harder, and then I could be on my way? Like, you just want them to stab you in the teeth like they do? No, that's the thing I want to avoid. I, <laughs> I would like to, you know, the whole part is the check to make sure that you're doing a good job. Yeah. Like, the cleaning, I can kind of, if I'm doing a good job, I can kind of do it myself a little that's bit. That's what they're... Not they're, as good, obviously. Yeah, they're just telling you, hey... You're not brushing that good. So yeah. We're going to clean your mouth. But if I am, you know, cleaning okay, I would kind of like, you know, just, eh, well, we can skip all the stuff that makes you super uncomfortable. This may be too personal. So I'm sorry I'm asking this question. Uh, but what do they usually tell you that you're not doing? Oh, it's just, you know, you're, the um, backside of your under, of like the bottom row teeth. Like, I'll make sure you're brushing there, you know, as good as you're brushing everywhere else. Remember to floss more. Right, it's the same stuff for everybody. Yeah, mine's always floss. I mean, every time you Tell have been flossing. Floss. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's tough to remember to floss. Like I can brush my teeth. That's part of my going to bed. Uh, you know, my going to bed lineup. But I can't get flossing into that. I, <laughs> I always laugh when you know they say, "Well, you haven't been flossing," and I say, "Yeah, I, I floss. I flossed five minutes before I walked through the store." <laughs> This is the time I floss every six months. I like, still have the on. flossing stick in my pocket. Cut me a break. <laughs> You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back to Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Uh, we're taking your calls at 803-0930. Hey, Bud in Hamburg, you're on WBEN. What you got? Uh, you got something for Joe? Sure. Uh, first, good morning, fellas. How are you? Hey, doing morning, well. Bud. How's it going this morning? 
Um, good, good so far. Um, just a quick question for, for Joe is just uh, in, instead of even investing a little bit of money in a flea bag motel, why, why didn't we just go to a parking area and uh, recline the seat and uh, get a couple hours of nap? You know, Bud, that, that, that's what I should have done. Hindsight, always twenty twenty. You know, uh, 18, 19-year-old Joe Beamer, even 25-year-old Joe Beamer wouldn't have thought twice. I don't know. I, I, I kept on thinking that's not an option. But if I could get in the DeLorean and go back to Thursday, I would definitely have just found a parking lot and slept in what was actually a very comfortable van. Yeah, I mean, you know, why why even spend the sixty five or seventy five, whatever whatever it was, if if you're just looking to get a little bit of shut eye, I would do that. What's the line for you, Bud, if you're uh, planning on just sleeping on the side of the road or in a parking lot somewhere? What is you know the line where you're saying, okay, uh, if I'm approaching this level of comfort for my overnight stay, or I'm paying this low of an amount, why don't I just sleep in the car like is there a line where it's like okay some trips i want a hotel for some trips i want this level of comfort then you kind of go down the list where's the sleep in the car level well we would we would make a run uh, quite often to uh, sandbridge just outside of virginia beach which is about 11 hours um we would leave at midnight and make it through washington the outer loop and somewhere around richmond find a spot to pull over for a couple hours so i i would say if you could get at least a decent six seven maybe even eight hours in and pull over and and, and if you can relax at least for maybe two maybe three hours that would normally be what we would do what is um the appropriate car i mean does does it matter what car you're in or do you need like a van with some space in the back um believe it or not like joe just said uh, a lot of the vans uh, with the reclining captain's chair, um, are fairly comfortable, uh, more so than even cars, because I don't uh, the, the cockpit of a car is a, is a little bit more tighter than just a, a, a driver and a passenger in the front of a van. But um, I've it's gone both ways. But I found vans to be more comfortable than cars. Yeah, I thought it was a it was a comfortable seat, bud. And you know, for, for someone who has slept in my Honda Civic at a Walmart parking lot outside Chicago the night before a, a buddy's wedding, or right here in the Odyssey parking lot when I've gotten to work early, uh, I like I said, if I could go back in time, if I could go back in time, I would definitely be sleeping in the van. I would not even take a chance on a hotel. Yeah, bud, thanks for the call, and I have to assure everyone. He looked great for that wedding uh, where he slept in the Civic the night before, right? <laughs> I took an suit wasn't at all wrinkled. I took well, the suit was waiting for me there. That was the first okay. uh, the first smart thing. I I drove because Virginia Tech played the Thursday night before and obviously couldn't miss that, so I drove from Blacksburg to Chicago. Uh, but I did get to my buddy's apartment the next morning and took a nap in the afternoon, so I didn't look as tired like I had slept in a car. Okay. And then yeah, got the suit and I I. I I think I recovered pretty well. Yeah, you. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like it, but you had everything totally mapped out in your head. Yeah, the plan was. Well, my buddy wouldn't answer. So here's here's the story. My buddy wouldn't answer his phone. I was supposed to stay with him. He had a studio apartment in Chicago. I was supposed to stay with him. He would not answer his phone. It, now by the by this time it's you know eleven at night midnight. I'm like, well, there's no reason for me to keep bothering him. I'm enough out the, out, out the city where you know I could find a Walmart parking lot or something. So suburb of Chicago, found a Walmart parking lot, went there, got safest a, place to sleep right, on got, the streets of Chicago. Got a water and some Twizzlers and took a nap.
<laughs> Somebody uh, texting in at 8030930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board uh, looking for management responses on the reviews when they look at reviews of a place to stay, uh, saying that helps me think they really care and will try to fix whatever the problem is. Uh, there's two ways to go about that. I agree with you in theory, but then there are some management responses that kind of turn you off where anytime um, you know there's a negative review and management responds in kind of that attacking or condescending way you know what i'm talking about when you see some of these reviews that's the part where i'm oh okay i don't know if i want to i want to stay here that depends on the review now if someone's sure attacking something that is completely false i have no problem with that but yes if it's just like hey you know i noticed the, the the glasses in the bathroom weren't washed okay if you go after that reviewer yeah maybe maybe not the best look for the hotel (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's uh, th- there are some you kind of see that, and it's not just hotels or motels. I mean, it's every review. Management can respond in one of two ways. You know, uh, thank you, constructive criticism. We're going to look into this. Um, you know, we, we take every uh, complaint very seriously, or the uh, fire right back attack. You know, you're in the wrong, and something like that. That's kind of what you don't want to see. No. Too much. You don't want to lose too many customers. We talked a lot last week uh, when you were out, Joe, about fireworks throughout the year. Not as many fireworks shows, but I'm guessing you didn't see many fireworks when you were uh, out. You're running around all over the place. No, I did not see any. Fi- I mean, I heard a lot of fireworks. I did not see any fireworks this uh, Independence Day weekend. I There were some cool displays. Um, I didn't. I wasn't able to. We were trying to check out the town of Tonawanda Friday. I mean, I knew we weren't going to be able to with my son. He just is not going to be able to stay up until the lights go out. You know, (laughs) he's he's not he's not going to be there yet. So we didn't really uh, get to see that. Uh, But we heard great things about that. It seemed like every night had one big fireworks show throughout the weekend. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and actually even last night, last night in the city of Tonawanda by the water, I wasn't there, but I could hear every uh, bit of it, and it sounded like a pretty extreme uh, big show for what it was in the city of Tonawanda last night. So it seemed like everyone had their big – it was so – there was so much uh, going on, so much noise in the background that I even – you know, when you heard the grand finale – and I'm laying in bed, and then it ends. I had to do one of these just, and while I'm still awake, and you know my own fault for trying to fall asleep on the Fourth of July weekend. But it was cool to see that there was some fireworks shows for people to enjoy. Every area of Buffalo, I think, was pretty much just about covered if you wanted to go and see a pro show yeah disappointing that there were no fireworks in the city disappointing that amherst didn't go through but like you said i I think you were within driving distance very close uh to a fireworks show maybe even within walking distance brian this happened last week someone just texted to remind me um so i was you know i i said on friday i think i could be a truck guy now you know i can get a really i think i could get a pickup as my next car after driving the van and I can't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You said this like on the you. So you said I can't drive a regular U-Haul. Well, I said I'm that too on Thursday. Intimidated. I said that on Thursday. You drove a van instead, right? And now you think you're going to be like a half-ton pickup guy. I think I'm a pickup guy. Okay. So I said this on the air. I said my next car, uh, which I don't need one yet. My car's in great condition. Just I don't want anyone to question that. 
Um, I said, I think I can get, I'm, I'm ready for a pickup truck. My next car will be a pickup truck. And the amount of texts that came in saying that I'm not a pickup truck guy. That I'll never, yeah. I'll never be a pickup truck guy. You should have expected that. I don't fit the image of a pickup truck guy. I had more people texting about that than any of my topics last week, which might tell you about my topics. Uh, but I had more people texting that I can't drive a pickup truck because pickup truck guys don't listen to Taylor Swift. Uh, I mean, pretty much going after my music. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, so I have to ask you: Am I a pickup truck guy? I mean, I don't, I don't want to answer. <laughs> I, you know, at on the surface, Joe, I think you know what my answer is going to be. But do you really think? I, I think I could fit the. But this is coming from someone who also realized I'm not a pickup truck guy. But that's because. But why do you think you're not a pickup truck because guy? Because I, I think you don't need it. The, that's the thing that I think. Uh, so you don't many, need it until you do. But when do you? I mean, when do you? That's the thing, right? So I was, I wanted, that was going to be my next car, was yeah. a, a pickup truck. And I was thinking, you know, I, I this is what I want. This is what I've always wanted. I, you know, would love to drive around in a truck. And then you kind of notice over the past couple of years, especially, these trucks just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You look at like an F-150 or even a Silverado from 10 years ago compared to the base one that's out right now. And how much bigger... Yeah, the truck, and then especially you take that to some of the mid-sized trucks, like the the Ranger or the Colorado, from what they used to be, or like the S10 or something to what they are now, and they're all so much bigger, oh, and yeah. it's it's like kind of crazy. I'm thinking like, well, it's okay. Like I still like a big truck, and then when I get into, you know, trying to find out what I'm actually going to use it for, I'm like, well, how many times am I actually going to use a truck? I'm not hauling anything. I mean, the only thing I'm really carrying around that's big is baby equipment. You know, some strollers, car seats, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. You got the truck for that. Yeah, but you don't need it. I'm not hauling anything away. So I re- realized I'm not a pickup truck. I got uh, an SUV that I that I that is perfect for me, and it's got a little bit of zip to it, which is kind of what I want to, like something with a little bit of performance, uh, and that's more important than having the truck that I always thought that I wanted. And I realized in kind of this realization in my own driving that most people who drive a truck, I don't think are actual pickup truck guys. But in your opinion, you need to be a, you need to have a need regularly yes. for the bed of the truck to be a pickup truck guy. I think that is very key to it because I love seeing and I see them all the time you know especially at the you know where you find the most pickup trucks is the gym parking lot and there's all these big new shiny beautiful pickup trucks yeah that I never see anything in them and I never see anything well, towed anything behind to the them gym. but you're, they're there every day you think <laughs> at one of the days I'd see a truck that's loading something yeah I never see it See, my neighbor has a truck. My neighbor needs a truck. He's I see him all the time. He's towing around. He's got a boat that he hauls around. He's got all this equipment. He's loading a trailer to it. He's loading it up with all this stuff. You know, I, I go on rides with him to, you know, load up uh, pavers and, and dump them over by his uh, boathouse. And, you know, they're doing things like that. That is a is a pickup truck guy. And I, That's someone who needs it. I, I don't think most people who have it 
actually use it for what it is. See, I feel like I can do more manly things if I had a pickup truck. But you won't. I mean, come on. This person just said, when you have one, you'll use it a lot. But will you? (laughs) I think most people are using what the pickup truck has become is basically it's a man minivan. That's what it's become. They've gotten so big, the cabs have gotten so humongous right, that you can the have back fa- seat is almost as big as an SUV's back seat. Right. And then it's just got a bed in the back that can fit a moderate amount of stuff. I, most of uh, the pickups sold have the smaller bed, not the you know uh, right. bigger uh, bed that used to be on all the uh, pickups that are out there. So people just want to say they drive a truck? Yes, I think that's what it is. It's it's a man minivan. That's what they become. See, I, l- I listen to a lot of country music, as you know, and a lot of the songs talk about driving my truck. And I, I want to relate to the songs about driving my truck. Right now I'm driving my Civic. That's not the same. I was uh, Somebody texted in about this uh, Ford Maverick compact pickup that they're basically making a truck. That was as big as, it's actually a little smaller in the bed, but as big as what trucks used to be. Um, and that I was actually looking at that because I'm saying, okay, well, if I decide I'm not a truck guy, but I still kind of would like the utility of a truck bed. And if I got one, maybe this is it because it's a smaller one. And I don't need the big truck to, I don't need to, you know, add, you know, have people look around and, you know, I don't care if there's someone in a huge truck looking down on me and my little truck saying, oh, you know, what's, what are you driving around? Yeah, I, I have no care in the world. You know, what do I care? I, I get a car for what I'm going to use it for. And then I think I realized even more that, ah, you know, it's just not going to fit. What do I need? I need a car that's going to fit, you know, one, maybe two car seats in the back and then, you know, load a bunch of stuff in the back of that and probably keep it good from the rain. So I, I think there's more use to realizing when you do and don't need a truck, especially for the price that all these uh, things cost nowadays, than there is in just buying one because – for the sake of buying one and saying that you have a truck. That's what I, I really think it's man minivan, right? That's what it's become. That's what a lot of these are, are geared up toward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so you're saying I'm not a pickup truck guy because I don't need the actual pickup truck. Right. Not because I can't be in a pickup truck. Anyone can be. Have you seen? Everyone drives a pickup truck. Right. Now, yeah. Right. That's half the car. Everyone. I don't think there's like a such, you know, thing as a, you know who I look at and say they're truck guys are people with trucks that are over 10 years old. If you're either yes. hauling something or if you're in a truck that's still in good condition and it's from, you know, the year 2000 or sooner, that is what I look at and say, all right, that's a truck guy because he has one and he's t- taking care of it for 10 or 20 years and the thing's still running and he's still u- using it as a truck and utilizing it to its capabilities. I was like, that's a guy who needs a truck. We drove one of those. I, I moved stuff out of my Amherst apartment. Yes. In an old truck. And that's and you're using that. That's when you feel like a, yeah. like a truck guy. Um, somebody's saying you need a truck to haul and move your friend's stuff. I mean, that's where it would come in handy. You definitely would feel useful, I think. Right. Because you'd be asked to do all that kind of that's stuff. That's another reason I think I want one. I I get there's <laughs> something to that, but, like, how often is that happening? You know, how many people are are you helping move on a given year? I feel if we had, if, if we had had a truck 10 years earlier, we'd be moving because people move a lot in their 20s. I think we're past that age where our friends are going to need to move stuff every weekend. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think there's a little too much put on the you know, quote-unquote, truck guy, can you be? Because if you ask like that, Joe, no, I don't think you're a, 
a truck guy. <laughs> I don't see too many trucks blaring like Backstreet Boys out of the cab. Well, no, but I'll I'll blare the wolf. I'll blare the country music. I listen, you know, we we joke about music I listen to, but I do mostly listen to country music. That's what I listen to more than anything else. But we joke about the other stuff I listen to. But you know, I'll just put 1077 on and I'll I'll blare it with the windows down. I don't know. I just I I you know what? You actually might be because like I said, I think they're made more and more um for people who don't really need them. At least the body style is. Yeah. That you, maybe you are a new the man minivan, a, a new truck. It's the man minivan. It's the <laughs> way to go about it. At least that's how it's positioned in my head. I didn't need the man minivan. I went with the uh, you know the regular SUV, and I'm, I'm fine with my decision. Even though I'm not getting that truck that I always thought about, I'm fine with the decision in there. Yeah. And now I need to research. Like I said, I need to research something else. I'm like rust proofing. Am I you know what? What a car wash club am I going to be a part of now? How to, that how I to have? get the app to work? How I get my car is an app. That's that's the unreal. biggest. That's the biggest jump is when you're going <laughs> from something that's over ten years old to like yeah. the new. The amount of technology in cars now, as opposed to every car I've driven up until now, right, is just you're still wrapping your head around it. It makes you feel like how you know I've always felt about like my parents or grandparents where you're always like helping them with the technology, when you start to get technology that you don't even know exists, that's when you start to be like, wow, I am so um, you know, far behind the times where you have all these little knobs and gadgets to pay attention to. It's amazing how much has happened in the last, you know, like I said, 10 plus years. Yeah, I mean, my car is, is eight years old, right? So before I get rid of it, it'll be 10 and years old. And yours still, compared to my old car, has, you know, all these, you got the little camera in there, you have all these little gadgets. But compared to any car now, oh, I mean, yeah. my car is so outdated. And when I got that car, now I was lucky, I bought it obviously used, um, but it had bells and whistles on it. Now the stuff that car has is what is just a basic right. now. That's the one thing that cars don't have anymore that I'm sorely missing, CD player. I've noticed that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is no CD players. I think there's maybe like a few automakers who still put the CD player in there. But I used to love, I mean, I would load up with CDs. To Change of the season was a change in the CDs that right. are in the car. Now I don't have that anymore because it's all plugging in your phone. It's, you know, yeah. whatever different gadget is on there. You have apps on your dashboard? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss having the CD player to, you know, kind of have that rolling along with me at least in the summer months i know i will are your seats still heated oh not only the seats <laughs> we got the steering wheel now, oh come Joe, on too. so i am uh, i am rolling in style uh the way i never thought i would before which is it's perfect for me i've got you know my, my fingers get freezing in the winter so yeah. i'm gonna love that every i cannot winter. tell you how jealous i am of that you're gonna hear about that come november oh great it's every morning uh rolling in here <laughs> With you know that no, I'm, well, yeah. I'm, <laughs> the wiper bay has got like the little heater in there, so you don't have to scrape the ice. It's amazing what's in the car now. Oh man! Well, I can't say this on air, but when I need a new car, I can't wait to get a new car. When I need it, yeah. Because, when, yeah. When I don't think you need it just yet. No, you're getting there. I know it happened. It's like when my wife got you know her car, and then you start itching like, wow, right. this is really nice, and I'm you know driving around <laughs> this thing, and that lasted a few years. I mean, I've always uh, it took been, me a few years before I was able to do it. I've always been jealous of your heated seats. So you've always had that on me. So, you know, now the heated steering wheel, the heated the heated uh, windshield wiper bay, I mean, 0 for 3 on the, uh, on the 2013 <laughs> model. 
<laughs> well, soon. I think it's coming soon. So, like, any, any car you buy from now on, it all has it. Just say goodbye to your CD player. Yeah. And then yeah. you're not there. But I'm have to do something with my uh, the CD holder I have on my visor. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the pickup trucks still have CD players. Maybe that's part of the charm. And that's <laughs> that. would that tip you over the edge? Oh. You're like, well, you know, I don't need it. But it has a CD player. I've always said, you know, during the winter, I don't listen to many CDs. I listen to the radio or I'll listen to something off my phone. But in the summer, it's something about taking a CD off that uh, CD holder and putting, I don't know what it is, windows down, getting that best of Garth Brooks and putting it in the CD player. It's, it's got a whole different feel to it. <laughs> Somebody's chiming in. Nobody ever made a song about an SUV. I, somebody should. <laughs> yeah. I, somebody should. I would love that. that would, uh, that's a million-dollar maker right there. Um, and I think a few people are agreeing. I get some strong yeses, some strong noes texted in at 803-0930 with the man minivan <laughs> if uh, you agree with that or not. I, there's, I, like you said, there's kind of uh, either uh, direction. I think there's some people who hear that and maybe you're a little triggered by hearing that because yeah. you agree with it. And then there's, a, I think, a lot of other people who are looking at it now and saying, yeah, that's exactly what I see too. I guarantee there's someone listening who was like, yeah, I got my pickup truck. And you said, yeah, but you have people that never used it. And they look back and, they're, and the bed of their truck is still shiny. They haven't, and they've owned it for three years and never put anything in the bed of their truck. Oh, I'm sorry if that's you. If uh, man minivan was a little bit triggering on your drive into work. Didn't mean for that to happen. But yeah, Joe is uh, here with me all this week. You don't have to be just back. listen to me here alone uh, so that's some good news there too and we'll be back tomorrow um hey by the way still have like a few more minutes to text the word door d-o-o-r into 72881 for your chance at one thousand dollars and how about uh being caller number three into 644-9875 for a chance to win a family four-pack to the sterling renaissance festival valid for one day admission during the 2021 season a 360 experience Delicious delicacies, jousting shows. That's pretty cool. Weekends July 10th through August 15th. Sterlingfestival.com. Caller number three wins a pair of tickets there. Good luck, and we'll see you tomorrow on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.